Oh, hi. I'm Sadwater, and this is Sadcast episode 55. That's a good number. Better than 54. That means I'm going to be better at, at the podcast this time around because 54 times of practice means... Oh, actually, that means this is the first podcast. So <laughs> welcome to episode one because the other times were practice, and I guess people listen to practice, which is fine, I guess. I don't, I don't know. But... um. So last week, the opening rant, there was controversy. Not really. But there was one person who tweeted at me a rebuttal of Vegas. So last week started off with me saying Vegas sucks. And it was, it was it, you know what? It was a pretty compelling argument. Maybe not very compelling to those who don't like Vegas. And, and I suspect there is a majority, a silent majority of people who hate Vegas. But we're just afraid to be called nerds. I think that's it. Why are we afraid of being called nerds? All the most popular movies are for nerds. Actually, being a nerd is, a, is mainstream now. So uh, everyone who hates Vegas, unite. And let's be a little bit more vocal about it. But before I get into the rebuttal that someone tweeted at me a few days ago? I can't tell time anymore. I was leaving the car dealership today. Oh, I went to the car dealership again today. Um, because I've had my new car now for 18 days. Now, guess how many days I've actually had the car. Out of the 18 days, I've only had the car for 8 days. There are problems with this car. So, I think I might set a new record for myself of the least amount of time having a new car and then getting another new car because it's going to be done. Brand new car, and it dies. Died. It died. It died. But I was leaving the dealership today, and I, I overheard some people say, no, actually, Vegas is amazing. It's almost like they heard my my podcast last week, and they were talking amongst themselves, and, and uh, they were saying, you know, actually, Vegas is great if you if moderation, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. And then I walked away because I, I didn't even want to hear the. I actually should have, for research, should have heard the, listened, you know, to the whole thing. And then I can talk shit about them here. But I didn't. I'm a gentleman and I didn't. So uh, that's all I can tell you. Really riveting story there. And I'm um, going to pat myself on the back. There you go. Um, but let's get to the rebuttal. Before I got in, get into the other things, I don't really have a, a topic for a rant today, but there are a couple of articles that I want to talk about, and it's crazy how news, how quickly news is passing by, and this is another reason why I want to do this podcast and uh, live stream in a n- normal studio and all that, not in my bedroom, and I want to do it daily because there's just so much to go through every day that to to recap certain stories from the week it, it almost seems like it's from months ago this stuff i want to talk about this uh this week it's it's almost like it's not relevant anymore and that it's just that's crazy it's it's that crazy how how uh quickly things are moving um but let me get to this tweet first it, this guy and <laughs> i thought his username was vegas anonymous and it might be that he's a vegan and from vegas really good combination a person right there. His his uh, Twitter is a uh, veganonymous. I mean that's that's what he in Twitter you can change the way your username looks. His real username is at r benton f one. Uh, probably an f one racer, a real one, not a fan. He's he's really a racer. That's what I'm thinking. So he tweeted at me: people who hate Vegas are those with no vices and. An inability to close a fat, desperate chick. Just that, just right there. Let me. He didn't. The tweet is is. is, uh, There's still more to go in this tweet, but that first sentence is hilarious. I don't really understand what hating Vegas has to do with an inability to close a fat chick, a fat, desperate chick. So if you hate Vegas, you can't even bed a fat, desperate girl. I uh, I feel like this is a wager here. I feel like I should uh I should challenge him 
And listen, I'm seeing someone right now, but I think that if this was part of a bet, she would be okay with it. I think that if it, to prove this guy wrong, she would totally be okay with it. I can close a fat, desperate chick, and I hate Vegas. So right there, you're wrong. But let's let's debate this whole thing without actually having hit, uh, having him on as a guest. I I, I responded to him. I, sh- I I that I want him on my podcast so we can have a debate and on a phone call. But honestly, it's stupid. There's no point because I'll destroy him, and I'll, I'll show you. Uh, so people who hate Vegas are those with no vices. Listen, I'm from Miami, Florida. That's There's probably more degeneracy there than in Vegas. Vegas is Mickey Mouse compared to Miami, Florida. Um, because it's almost like you have to be a poser to go to, to go to Vegas to party. Miami, it's just part of the culture. You know, Vegas, I think, uh, in, you know, I might be wrong, and this just might be me bullshitting, but I'm pretty sure Vegas only exists because of the mob. <laughs> I think that part of uh, the reason why uh, the United States kind of messed with Cuba back in the 50s was because uh, Cuba was going to be a huge competition to Vegas. And uh, we figured, oh, no, we'll put a communist there and shut down all the casinos and no tourism because Vegas was going to be under attack. I mean, who builds a town in, in, in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the desert where there's no water? Sh- life shouldn't exist there. I mean, life should barely exist in Los Angeles, and I live in Los Angeles, but at least we have uh, the ocean nearby. Vegas has nothing. You are... You should be dead. I was there a few weeks ago, and it was 116 degrees, and that's not even the hottest it can get there. <laughs> 116 is is uh you can still wear a light sweater for people i think from vegas 116 is nothing but um no uh it's for people who so this guy says people who hate vegas are those with are are those with no vices um no you can go to many places and have vices you can actually i think the the people with um fentanyl problems and opi the opioid crisis <laughs> those that's a huge vice isn't it uh, typically that's in in really poor areas like uh i'm sure baltimore's like that hot button issue right there and uh detroit and um I, you know i can't even come up with with crappy towns but that's typically where people have horrible vices it's uh and drug problems it's in those places and uh prostitution too but Vegas is the fake version of that. It's like the red light district in Amsterdam. It's like it's like thinking that's the only place you can get a prostitute. You can get one anywhere. And it's it's how low do you want to go? How how de- how depraved do you want to be? But Vegas is um it's the commercialized version of that. He thinks no vices. I mean, he thinks Anywhere outside of Vegas, uh, there aren't any vices. They don't exist. They don't exist outside of Vegas. You can only have vices in Vegas. So that's dumb. And I can close a fat, desperate chick, okay? I'm sorry, but I, I mean, I'm a pretty good-looking guy. I think I think, uh, I think, think even even a 2.5 guy. I mean, how do you... Th- they have sex. So, I mean, anyone can really have sex with them. I think it's... I mean, because sometimes I'll, 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 you know, be in a restaurant and I'll, I'll look around, see who's on a date, and I'll see two pretty ugly people, not pretty, but pretty ugly people, and uh, I'm always, I'm never amazed that they. Do you think that that one of them thinks that they're settling? Do you think that one of them, one of the two ugly people on a date, do you think one of them uh, thinks that they're they're pretty good looking and they're just settling or they're just being nice because that would be funny. I mean, I, I would imagine that that's the case because many people who walk around daily are, uh, you know, walking around with zero self-awareness. So, yeah, even they get to have sex. I mean, if you're not having sex and you're of age, <laughs> uh, then you're, you're, you're just not trying or you're addicted to porn and porn is bad. Someone asked about that, so I'll get to that later. And I've spoken about that before, but 
I think it's a it's a important issue that we must talk about all the time because we need to destroy the porn industry. Porn is bad. And that's a vice that people outside of Vegas have. A big one. I I I would say uh being addicted to porn is more harmful to your health than smoking cigarettes on a daily basis. If you're addicted to porn, I think that that and I'm not even exaggerating there. I really do think that that's the case because um Smoking cigarettes isn't taking away your ability to to procreate or to act on your primal instincts and urges. But porn porn hinders all of that. Porn hinders your your wants and needs. I mean, it's almost like it's uh I mean, it, it's like the cheapest replacement for a companion. It's it's the saddest replacement for a companion. And and people are trading in the the urge to find someone to procreate with or even just date for their hand. That is weird. If you think about masturbation, it's very weird and it's bad. And then there there are people sorry, I mean I guess I'm going on to that topic right now and then I'll go back to the Vegas guy, but then there are people who uh, who say no, it's good for you. Because uh, it, it decreases the <laughs> someone. Sorry, someone in the live stream said, "What did I walk into?" Listen, for you just coming into here, this is a this is a live stream for the Sadcast, Sadwater Sadcast. I talk about things, and I also <laughs> I talk about things. That's what people do on podcasts. I talk about topics that I find interesting of the week, and then I also answer questions from people who follow Sadwater on Instagram at Sadwater. So now you're up to date. But um, the masturbation in porn, where was I going with that? It's, uh, damn it, I forgot because this person said, what did I walk into? It's not good. <laughs> Maybe I'll just get back, back to that later and then I'll, I'll talk about this Vegas, this Vegas guy. Then he says, some of the best food in the country. Now, there are some good restaurants there, but in any big city, yeah, there are going to be good restaurants. But let me debate that. Most of the food there, it says some of the best food in the country. I wouldn't agree with that, but there's a lot of good restaurants. But the majority of the food there and the majority of the restaurants there aren't good. Aren't good. And the quality isn't good because you have to ship out all of the, all of the produce, all of the, the meat, all of the fish, everything from uh, everywhere else. I mean... You know, at least in New York or Los Angeles or wherever, you can have locally grown blah, blah, blah. There's no locally grown anything in Vegas because you can't grow anything near Vegas. It's the desert. Nothing grows there. Imagine eating sushi in Vegas and thinking it's good or thinking it's better than uh, even, even a decent place in Los Angeles. So it's not some of the best food in the country. Amazing shows. Amazing shows. Um... I uh, I don't know. You think Vegas has culture, and that's cute. Um, what I mean, how many times are you gonna go to Cirque du Soleil? And honestly, every time I've gone, minus the Beatles one, I've I've fallen asleep. It's the most boring. It's boring. It's weird naked people uh, holding each other in the air on top of a ball or something, <laughs> and then and then not funny clowns. And I don't think clowns are funny to begin with, but annoying clowns even more annoying than the traditional clowns in the audience. And then you're part of the show all of a sudden. That's so interesting and fun. Um, and then you get um, Britney Spears, who's the craziest person alive. You get to watch her. I think she might have canceled her show. But you get people like that, washed up singers and songwriters and pop stars. Uh, doesn't Madonna have a thing there or, or uh, Celine Dion? or I mean, who cares about that? You have to be from Branson, Missouri uh, to be excited about those people. So, no, amazing shows. I, I don't know. Go to, again, New York or L.A. or um, anywhere else and those things exist. On any given night in Los Angeles, you can you can go see amazing artists who, by the way, I'll give you an example. First of all, go to the Greek theater or go to the other one. I forgot the name. 
uh, but the venues are pretty cool. And then uh, if you like comedy, they all all the big guys they try it out here first. So you get to you get to hear new the newest of the new jokes here before anywhere else. And they're testing their material on you. That's pretty cool. Also, you could go to the, a taping of any show here. So amazing shows in Vegas. Eh. A plethora of pools and sun. Yeah. Because you have the desert. And pools are disgusting. You don't have an ocean. And there's a th- billion pools here. And in, I grew up in Miami. A billion pools there. But but uh, we have the ocean here. Also, those pools you're talking about, those in those hotels, it's disgusting. Do you see the people who party there? You're sharing germs with them. So weed is legal is his other point. Um, first of all, I've said this many times. Weed is bad. I think it it's now coming out that it, it it's linked to dementia, early onset dementia, and uh, lowers IQ points, makes you fat because you don't care what you eat. It makes you less ambitious and lazy. Uh, so weed being legal, it's legal in many places, and I don't think that's really a positive, but, you know, I guess subjective, right? Uh, a true 24-hour city. Yeah, I kind of like when, you know what's funny is that Miami also is a true 24-hour city. And I, I don't think I ever really liked that because, uh, it, it, you know, in your 20s, it's fine, I guess. But it encourages kind of bad behavior. Nothing really good happens after 2 a.m. I don't really think that there should be a law that uh, forces bars to close after or, or clubs closing after 2 a.m. But when I moved out to Los Angeles, it was kind of nice when things just closed after 2 a.m. You know what? I was way better behaved in Los Angeles than I was in Miami. Except I did get my uh, DUI in Los Angeles. Maybe I'll save that for another time. It's a cute story. Uh, I I got it thrown out of court because I wasn't really drunk. But it did cost me money. Um, Incredible hiking, mountain biking, rock climbing. Less than 30 minutes away. That's his last point. Again, that exists everywhere. So really... Vegas is is amazing to you because the only reason the only thing that exists in um in Vegas is um oh nothing cuz everything you mentioned exists everywhere else so um yeah sorry to have to have to, to recap last week's um, what's it called? Rant. But, you know, Vegas is terrible. And porn is terrible. And hopefully I'll remember what I wanted to say when the question comes around. But the other the other topics I wanted to talk about was that, the, you know, you know how a few weeks ago I was talking about the people who go into um, Walmarts or CVSs and, and lick the ice cream or spit into the iced tea and then close it and leave it. And, and I was saying how that's illegal and all that. It seems like people have stopped doing that. And now they're dumping water on cops in New York. <laughs> and people are filming it and putting it on the Internet. Uh, that is already old news, I guess. But it's been happening the past week. And, and it's just funny how much of um, lemmings we are. As a as people, especially now because we can see everything happen uh, online. So now it's that's what memes are. I mean, we're we're just repeating jokes over and over and over again, and then they get weirder and weirder and weirder. And I think that that's what we're doing in our daily lives outside of the internet is we're trying to one up each other on these stupid acts that can land you in jail. So that ice cream thing, you can be thrown in jail it's illegal you're contaminating food you can get many people sick and the dumping water on on duty officers um they're basically standing down the cops are standing down because they're afraid of being uh escalating a situation and they know that they're being filmed so they're just not doing anything. But you know that something bad is going to happen. They're going to do it to the wrong cop. And that wrong cop is going to taste someone, going to accidentally kill someone. And then people are going to be outraged against the police officers. But honestly, put yourself in the officer's shoes. So we're, we're now one-upping each other 
in real life dangerous situations where it's not just licking food it's now dumping water on cops and something bad is gonna happen and um it seems to be happening in lower income communities where you know altercations with officers happen so now you it's almost like you're instigating it to happen more and and for something stupider than some uh, guy selling cigarettes on illegal cigarettes on the street and then getting choked and accidentally killed, I mean, at least there, there is a real victim. I mean, if you're dumping water on cops, I don't think you can't you can't really be considered a victim if they retaliate. But I'm calling it here. Something is going to happen, and it's not really. Anything I'm trying to rant about. And look, I'm not a huge fan of cops. <laughs> Just because I'm not a fan of government in general. But um, you're wrong if you're doing that. It's just you're wrong. And and look, I'm not really a fan of cops because of the laws that they have to make us obey. Not because of the cops themselves. You do need cops and you do need law enforcement. And, um, you know, if there's one thing government should exist for is to protect protect the individual protect you and protect the country hence why you have military other than that it's the the things that exist in in government should just be replaced by the private sector um but yeah i don't know it's funny that i'm talking about this because i would it's 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 already where I don't care about that story anymore. It's just it was in my notes. And on a daily show, it would be better. But the other thing I wanted to talk about was... Let me just click on this article. Let me... Uh, I just have my iPad is acting weird. Um, a few people sent this to me. The New York Post, and I, I, I have spoken about this on the podcast before, but the New York Post uh, wrote an article that says, sorry, childless millennial, uh, sorry, childless millennials going to Disney World is weird. I agree. I have spoken about this. Now I'm glad that it's becoming mainstream. But um, if you don't have kids and you're already an adult, you shouldn't be going to Disney. It's kind of like the, chi- the the adults who wear star wars t-shirts or are obsessed with marvel movies like i go to marvel movies sometimes and i usually hate them and i go just because i like going to the movies but i i um i'm not a fanboy i don't care if spider-man his suit is not like it was in the comic i'm trying to put myself in the shoes of a comic book fan a nerd who is a diehard who get will get mad about trivial things like that but um you know you're not supposed when you when you reach a certain age you're supposed to leave those things behind and then you have it in your memories as things you like so you have it in your memory that you like Disney World right but when you're an adult you put those aside for when you have kids and then you can relive the magic with them but to not have kids and then to keep going back to that is really sad if you break it down and if you think about it. Because you're never going to have the that that amazing... You're not going to have that version of when you were a kid and it was amazing. And it was magical. Because uh, you're not really oblivious to the hardships of reality and life. And, and you can't ignore that by going there. Like... Going to Disney for eight hours in a day isn't going to make you forget the fact that you have to pay bills and that you're sad a lot <laughs> and that you're 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 sad because you maybe don't like your job. I mean, it's it's like doing drugs. I, I would equate it to doing drugs. Going to Disney is like doing drugs if you don't have kids. You're trying to get that dopamine hit and it's not working. Maybe it's working a little bit, but it's gonna, it's fading quickly. And the only way you can get it back is by by experiencing it with with your kin, with your children, 
but it's interesting that they wrote this article. I'll I'll read some of it quickly because I I actually I want to I'm kind of glancing at it. The internet was set afire this week when an old Facebook post resurfaced on Twitter showing a mother's expletive laced rant declaring that millennials without kids should be banned from Disney World. I don't think that that should be the case, but um and then in quote, it pisses me off to no end when I see childless couple at Disney World, she wrote as if a drunk contestant on The Bachelor. People without children need to be banned. Mothers with children should be allowed to skip all the lines. Okay, I think this person's just crazy. It's funny that this became news. So I don't think she makes my point very well, but it's kind of funny. Um, the reverse Miss Hannigan went on to describe the straw that broke the mouse's back. Get it? Because of Mickey. Uh, this cunt, sorry, but that's what she said. It, this cunt in some very slutty shorts was buying a Mickey pretzel and Aiden wanted one, but the line was very long. So I said later and it broke his little heart and he cried. The woman added, I wanted to take that fucking pretzel from that tramp. Like, thanks, bitch. You made my son cry. I mean, I think your son is crying because you're actually insane. (laughs) So, you know what? The headline of this article um, is is clickbait. I, guess. I mean, I guess it's not because it's pretty tame compared to what the article is about, which is this viral thing that this girl said that, that is just crazy. And this is the problem with with uh, social media and the Internet is we're, we're, we're giving crazy people a voice and we used to not hear from them. Crazy people used to write letters to corporations or to to the news or to television stations or, or you know. But, but we would never hear about those things, really. It was between the crazy person and whoever they wrote letters to. But now they write it on public platforms online for the whole world to see. So that's a, that's a huge problem. And I mean, that's, what, that's a problem with what Twitter is. Everyone just feels very self-important. They feel like their opinion matters. And I think that's the problem with something like Yelp also. Where you can rate literally everything. A restaurant, a theater, a dealership. I mean, everything. I'm thinking about just things that I've been to recently. <laughs> but um, Or a hotel or any, you know, any or toothpicks you buy on Amazon you can rate and review. I used to think that was a good thing, but honestly, just um most people are are stupid and most people are crazy. <laughs> Actually, maybe it's not that most people are crazy, but the crazy people are the ones who will typically review all everything that they experience, everything. People who have real lives are too busy to rate everything. So we're really just paying attention to crazy people. And that's what Twitter is. And the funny thing is, is I think only 7.5% of the country uses Twitter. So when you hear the out, whatever people are outraged about online, um, it's not really the whole country. It's the crazies of both sides. It's the craziest people on the right or on the left or communists <laughs> or anarchists. You're just hearing the craziest of the crazy. And I'm included in there because I participate. I mean, really, with whatever my opinions are about anything, uh, take everything I say with a grain of salt. And I think we've confused people we follow online with close friends. Because back in the day, it used to just be close friends. Like, hey, what do you think about this? And you'd talk about it with your friend. But now I don't think we really do that as much, and we just look at what the internet is saying. That's kind of why I think um, movies, the the reviews, are bullshit. And I would rather... Uh, I, I, I would believe a movie is good if it has like 60 or 70% on Rotten Tomatoes as opposed to 90 or 100%. Because if everyone likes something, then you know it's mediocre. Um, and if it's kind of split, then it's probably interesting. And it's divisive. 
and you'll either love it or hate it. I would rather love or hate something than like something and think it's okay. So all these reviews of everything and everyone's opinions, take it with a grain of salt or just laugh at it. Follow it to laugh at it. Like this girl's Disney article. Someone wrote an article because of something someone wrote sometime. And it's weird that articles can be written about that. Um, and actually, her point is not the point I was making. She was probably just absolutely out of her mind and still is. Uh, but let's get to... Oh, yeah, there was another thing I wanted to get to. So I posted something in my story... And uh, I said, uh, someone, some, so originally someone said to me, advice for going back to school and anxiety. I said, anxiety isn't real and school is lame. So then I posted, I screenshotted that, posted that in my story. Someone said to me, explain how anxiety isn't real, please. And again, my opinion. And, you know, my opinions with these sort of things is just because of my own experience of life. And the things I observe. I mean, it's kind of like if you look at a stand-up comedian and he can say something that's offensive or uh, about a specific topic that you just don't agree. You, d you don't agree with any of his points. And uh, it's just the, the way that that comedian sees the world. I, I, I always look at comedians as almost the good ones as philosophers who are just funny. And it's just they're trying to explain certain things, even mundane things, through how they experience the world. So I wrote back about how anxiety isn't real. I said, it's a normal emotion like anything else. Everyone using it as an illness, in quotes, are attention seekers who might not realize if they power through something like anxiety, they'll get less of, uh, they'll get less of it. The more they overcome damn it i'm totally read i'm reading this like i don't know how to read this is the problem with reading from something far away um let me go back they'll get less of it the more they overcome problems so then basically the more that you experience uncomfortable things and problems uh the less those problems are magnified the less that they can really affect you um, and the, the thing with the attention seekers who, who claim anxiety is an Ill illness and it's their illness, um, these are typically sheltered people. And I really do think that, that the past couple of generations have been, have been sheltered like no other. I mean, we really care about each other's feelings a lot. We really think feelings are important. And I don't think feelings are important, especially if you're a male. And I do think that there's differences between genders. Uh, I mean, even the way that, that, that females and males look at humor is completely different. If you're a guy, you joke around with another guy by calling him a, a, a little bitch or an asshole or um, a dick or whatever. I don't know. I'm trying to think of bad words or a retard. <laughs> uh, I mean, you should come into my hockey locker room and the way that we berate each other. That's just, that's just because we like each other. In guy in, in guy world, if you don't like another guy, you ignore him. In girl world, they're pretty passive aggressive with each other. There is no ribbing. There's no there's no gentle ribbing. Like, I guess they call each other sluts sometimes, but they actually kind of mean it. <laughs> and uh, it's like a little jab. But with guys, uh, like we can call each other fags, and we don't mean that that guy is gay, or we don't even mean that he's faggy. <laughs> we're just we're just that's how we bond with each other it's a weird thing but we've been doing it forever but feelings don't matter um when 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 dudes in back in the day used to work for 13 hours a day no one had cared about what their feelings were because it didn't matter feelings are a brand new thing that uh we should take with a grain of salt we should really focus less on feelings because guys are typically programmed to be providers we don't care about um like there's a lot of sacrifices that we have to do especially when we're focusing on a family so we're not really uh we don't really care about ourselves as much and we shouldn't for instance i'm gonna go to alaska in september 
to go hunting with my brother and some friends. And we're going to have to kind of rough it out for a little bit more than a week. And it's going to be super uncomfortable and dreary. It's going to be raining probably a lot and cold. And uh, basically for us, that fun is to survive. (laughs) To survive without the comforts that we take for granted every day. And for us, that's going to be fun. But it's just not really like that for kids or for females. I mean, yes, there are women hunters and all that, but those are typically anomalies. It's not really the rule. They're they're exception to the rule. So, uh, but for us, that's fun. Like, a part of me always wants society to fall a little bit. Like, I like chaos. I get excited. I used to love um, when hurricanes would... um, Almost hit Miami. My microphone is the stand is just really terrible. Okay, there there we go. I used to I used to love preparing for disaster. It was so much fun. I loved it. Not because we wouldn't go to school or anything like that. I just I just like the idea that we have to survive something because that does that does doesn't exist anymore. Everything is so safe now. I would I look forward to chaos in a weird way. Not that I want people to get hurt, but it just it used to be part of our daily life. And your brain is wired like that. So your brain is is very confused when it doesn't have to overcome anything. So uh if you're protected, you're going to have anxiety. Because you don't know what the hell you need to do. You don't know what your place is in the world. It used to be very simple. Your place in the world was to survive and procreate. That's it. Figure it out. Now, it's trivial things. It's what car do I have? What bills do I have to pay? Uh, I want the better thing. I want to eat the fancy food. I want to travel. Traveling used to not be a thing. It was your daily thing by being nomadic and moving from one place to the next, and that's it. But but now it's, um, you know, now you have weekends. That's a pretty new thing, too. You have supermarkets. You don't have to go hunt. You don't have to do anything. And all these apps that are coming out that do things for you, you literally do not have to do anything. You can survive by never leaving your house. So, of course, you're going to get depressed and anxious because of that. Because of all your needs are tended to, what's the point? Like, why do you have to exist? Why do you... Okay, you were born, but what do you, you know? So so in our daily life, we have to replicate survival. Working out is, you're just replicating. Um, your muscles used to just exist, basically. Your muscles existed, and now they don't because you're protected from everything. So uh, the people who who love to... Uh, showcase their anxiety and, you know, say it's an illness, uh, they, they're not really deep thinkers because if you really think you get to the root of it, it's basically what I just explained. And um, also they don't have a personality, so they use that as a personality, like how a lot of gay people do that too. Like they put gay or queer or whatever in their bio. Um, that's not a personality trait. That's not anything interesting. I don't really think the bio thing is relevant in the most cases. Like, okay, you're going to write a funny line or two, and then that's supposed to be who you are. You should be a little bit more complex to where you can't even write anything in your bio because it's just uh, that dumb to condense your existence into a bio. So his response was uh, a lot of things in our generation are considered illnesses and are not illnesses i'm not sure what's wrong with this world uh so what do you think about depression i said mostly due to tech addiction and lack of exercise meaningful connections so then this other person so that whole thing i just read to you i put in my story again and then someone said to me okay i love your page but please anxiety is real bud i have this by the way this kid's 12 I have it, and I have almost killed myself because of it. 
And I don't seem to, I don't seem like a kid that would do that. I don't know if, if you do, but if you remember me from the live stream, blah, 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 that was me. Uh, I don't know you and I can't tell you why you almost killed yourself. But again, you, I spoke about that. You can't almost kill yourself. You, that was a cry for help. You weren't almost killing yourself. By the way, everyone thinks about killing themselves. Not like that they want to do it, but it crosses your mind all the time because it, you can do it. Technically, anyone can do it. So if you can do something, it's like thinking about flying. I was thinking about flying today. Today I was thinking, man, it would be cool if I didn't have to pay for a car and just fly. Like, why didn't we evolve to fly? That's what I was thinking today. So every everyone, the same way that people think about flying, people think about killing themselves. Not that they actually want to do it or that they're suicidal, but it crosses your mind. So if that's the case with you, if you were, if you're anxious and depressed sometimes and you were like, man, I'm going to commit suicide, that doesn't mean you almost killed yourself. Uh, that's just a normal thought. And um, it's crossed everyone's minds, trust me. You're not going to do it, and you know it's stupid, but, you know, you're like, what if I did that? And then the next thought is, that's stupid. <laughs> but um, I don't really, look, you're you're one person. I don't know your, your circumstances. I don't know your health. I don't know if you're chemically imbalanced naturally, because some people are. Some people do have anxiety for real, and some people are suicidal. But most people who say they are and most people who say they they uh, will do those things are, are bullshitting you, and they're not. And they're not really chemically imbalanced. They're just boring people who are attention seekers, who are ex- basically they're using your illness. If this is something you actually have, they're, they're basically using your illness for their gain. So maybe you are the anomaly. You're, you're that rare person. But the reason why we're having more crazy people and more people um, killing themselves because suicide is on the rise is because of social media. It's because of the things I mentioned before. If everything is taken care of for you and you were sheltered as a kid and overprotected, you're not going to be a sane person. And, I, I mean, that's, like, the whole thing with the gun debate. People are fixated on guns, but uh, we should be fixated more on um, overprescribing kids with medication. I mean, the medications that they're giving kids are insane. They're insane. They are way more powerful than any illegal drug. Way more powerful than cocaine. Uh, way more powerful than what's the other stuff? I mean, if you compare Adderall to cocaine, Adderall is is way more concentrated. And um, people don't think of it as something so dangerous because a doctor gave it to you. We don't question people in white lab coats, do we? We really revere them. We really think of them as gods. And it's funny because they're wearing a white lab coat. And we always think of God as this bearded guy, wise bearded guy with a white lab coat or a robe. <laughs> so I guess I guess we've um switched those around and we really think of doctors as gods and we don't question what they give us and we don't question what the drug companies are pushing. But that's what's causing a lot of these issues. Um I'm not going to get to all the questions today cuz we're already actually 45 44 minutes into this or 40 minutes into this. So I'm going to answer some of the questions. Um, and a light one is, which one is better, Cardi B or Nicki Minaj? Um, they're the same person. You've been goofed. You've been bamboozled. Those are the same people. So, um, they're both bad. No one's better. They're the same person. So when I say they're both bad, I just mean that that individual is bad. Um, also, I don't really care about celebrities. I just don't. Especially main mainstream ones right now, you don't you don't really have to be interesting to be famous anymore. Interesting, right? Um, 
this person sent me this question five times, and it's a ridiculous, stupid one. What if plants can hear the things we say, and they are all secretly judging us and thinking, and are thinking about depriving us of air because we were mean? There was a movie that M. Night Shyamalan made called The Happening or something. I think that's what it was called. It was with Mark Wahlberg and Zoe Deschanel. And that's literally the plot of it. So watch that if you want to watch one of the worst movies ever made where the plants just start depriving us of air because we were mean to the environment, I think. Um, how do The same person sent me this, and I do not understand the, the question really. How do you be nice to people you hate? I guess I understand it. I just think it's a stupid question. Um... You don't? If you really hate someone, you ignore them. How do you feel about Instagram trying to censor meme Instagram pages? No, meme pages slash Twitter or Insta. I, I don't know. Grant, I don't know how you wrote this, but um, basically, how do you feel about s- censorship? Uh, I guess there's been a crackdown on meme pages. I posted that in my story today also. And... Um, it, it's it's happening to many people, especially if you're political. And actually, a lot of meme pages are political. And um, they're really cracking down on conservative ones, too. Because typically, these new companies, these new tech companies, I mean, and, and Twitter and Instagram are relatively new. They're not Intel, who's been around since forever. But... Um, these new ones are, are ran by really young people and really progressive people. So the algorithms that they make are written in the point their point of view. Algorithms aren't written by computers. People write code. So uh, that's kind of why. And also I think that they're afraid of the, the next election. And it's almost like that they were caught off guard last election. So they, they want to have influence over it. So, uh, yeah, that's I, 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 the way I feel about it. I don't like it. I don't like censorship. I don't like censorship in general, even with people I disagree with. I think it's wrong. And I think that we're being, uh, uh, it's almost like they're kind of making it. They like, I think that they wanted to ban millions of people at once. And they're doing it incrementally to get us accustomed to it. So I, it's it's really it's really a sneaky way to do it. But um, yeah, I I don't like it. But it's gonna happen more and more. And I know I'll get banned one day from either YouTube or Instagram or whatever. But when I start doing the daily show on uh, YouTube, I'm going to do it with the goal of getting banned. I know that eventually I'll get banned. But before I get banned, hopefully I have enough of a following to migrate them onto a private platform. So, um, yeah, not good. Thoughts on immigration. Another hot button issue that everyone has wrong. (laughs) Uh, for a country to exist, it needs to have borders and it needs to have laws to protect those borders. And ma- in actual, it, ha- it actually has to have probably barriers to protect those borders. Because imagine if you're the best thing in the world and everyone wants it. And imagine if everyone got it and that there's more demand than there is supply. That thing isn't going to be good anymore. Now, think about it as the country. Um, the country doesn't have unlimited resources and it and and I mean it, I mean even homelessness is going up like crazy. There's a lot of help being given to people coming here. It's we're encouraging people to come here by giving them things, and it's we're ignoring people who are living on the streets here. We kind of have to fix problems at home. We have to f- fix infrastructure and education, uh, health insurance, all these things. We have to fix here before we invite the world to come here and encourage it, we have to stop encouraging it. 
And uh, people are saying, yeah, but this is a nation of immigrants and blah, blah, blah. Um, no, one's, no one's debating that. But there's a legal process to become a U.S. citizen, and we should f- encourage that rather than encourage people crossing borders. So my thoughts on immigration is if it's done legally and we have strong laws and, um, you know, infrastructure in place to handle it, then sure, it's fine. I'm fine with that. But also I would like a meritocracy. I would like it as a merit-based system where we don't just allow anyone to come here. We want to bring the best of the best. I, I, it, it's so bizarre saying this out loud because it just should it should just be common sense, but it doesn't seem to be common sense, and the arguments on both sides are are really repetitive, and they're based on talking points, and and then and then people people start attacking you with slogans like what you don't care about children crossing the border? Wait, what? I, I, how did you get to there for in this argument? I don't understand. But um, like I understand having a point of view that's a little bit left or or right, but when you boil it down to talking points and slogans, it just that's how you lose me, and that's why I'm kind of sick of this argument because both sides are doing it, and um, except one side right now makes a little bit more sense to me than another side. Now you take a guess which one that is. Opinions on Ninja. My dog that died a few years ago, his name was Ninja. So to me, that's who I think. So I love Ninja. But the way you're asking this, the person you're thinking of when you're asking this is a famous video game guy. (laughs) A video game guy. That's how you know I'm kind of old. A famous video game guy named Ninja. And uh, he has pink hair, I think. He has something like that. Uh, I have no opinions on him because video games are bad. Um, actually, there's a there's a topic that maybe should have been my rant, and I'll, um, I'll kind of breeze through it right now. But uh, this kid won three million dollars. A sixteen year old kid, I think, won three million dollars at a Fortnite tournament, and people are saying no, but that's good because uh, you know this is the future of of entertainment and whatever, and and um, you know people fill stadiums watching people play video games. And you're watching the best of the best. It's like sports. You're watching the best of the best do the thing. And um, I'm not impressed by it. I get why it's popular. I get why kids like it. Uh, But I'm not impressed by it. Because it's a game. I mean, sports, you you actually really have to train hard for sports. but, But the video game thing, to me, is a little bit bizarre. Especially if people encourage their kids to play it because they might become become famous or might make a pretty good income playing video games. Um, you're going to be good at that skill, but nothing else really in your life. Your social skills won't really be sharpened because you're going to be playing video games all the time. And you're kind of isolating yourself a little bit the thing with sports is no one's forcing their kids or no one's encouraging their kids to play sports with the hope that they're going to be famous and successful. The odds of becoming famous and successful and a pro athlete are slim to none. I mean, it's, it's winning. That's winning the lottery. Uh, but the but parents encourage it because it, it you, you kind of hone in skills that you're going to use for the rest of your life. Um team team teamwork or whatever <laughs> what's it called <laughs> teamwork and and um strategy and you know getting hurt in sports is actually a good thing too as long as you're not you don't become a vegetable after getting hurt is fine and overcoming that is fine you're overcoming it overcoming losses as a team also um training for something and reaping the rewards after that I, that that takes place in reality when something takes place in virtual reality i'm not really sure you're gaining a lot of skills you could use in your daily life um and it's to me i think it's fine i think it's fine if you play video games but to make it your whole life is a big gamble that i 
I would not suggest doing. Now, playing sports is not a gamble because there's some you're going to get good out of it. You're going to get something out of it. Even if it's just fitness, you're getting something out of it. Your heart's your heart's pumping, your blood's pumping, uh, and you're getting exercise. You're you know all that is very natural. It's very good. The video game thing, not really, especially if that's your goal. Your goal to be a famous video gamer, a gamer. Um, why are people so sensitive these days? It's funny that I got that question a lot. Um, it's because you, your opinion matters. It's what I was talking about before with everyone reviewing everything. Uh, you're the center of the universe. You are special. You were raised by helicopter parents. You are, you were overprotected. You were given participation trophies. You are special. That's why you're sensitive. So if anyone attacks your opinion, which you then tie to your, your whole life and your being and your personality and your, uh, your character, then they're attacking you as a person. They don't. They can't separate their opinions or or anything outside of uh, themselves. So, not only that, but people don't really have to debate anymore. People don't really have to back up their opinions and beliefs anymore. So that's why that they are sensitive. They they don't know how to handle confrontation. That's kind of what I was talking about before with the video game thing. Imagine if you're just on social media or playing video games all day long. And then imagine, you know, you're a human, you have opinions, but you don't really know why you have those opinions and you don't know why you believe certain things. So you wouldn't know why someone would be attacking those things. And you, so you, you don't have the skills to overcome even a basic conversation because you are special, because you were told you were special your whole life. Um, <laughs> someone asked kind of like a funny question. Do they, in parentheses, in three parentheses on each side, that do they, meaning the Jews, really control the media? How do you think the stereotype came into place? Um, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm a Jew. Um, if you look at the people who control, the people who are captains of industry or control certain things like tech or media or entertainment, it's a lot of them are Jewish people, and Jewish people are uh, a very small percentage of humanity. We're only 13 million people. I, I had to explain this to someone who actually doesn't like Jews, uh, this guy I, I knew. And it's not that he hated them, but he was very... <laughs> he, he, he was... Um, he was very unsure of them. And I had to explain to him that since the beginning of the Jew Jewish religion, you kind of have to learn. You're, you're forced to learn. You're forced to learn how to read. You're, you're supposed to study the Bible. You're supposed to... It, typically in other religions, the only person who knew how to read, I'm talking about way back in the day, was the preacher, was the, was the um, priest. And that's it. No one else was allowed to learn. No one else was curious enough to learn. No one else bothered to learn how to read. But in Judaism, it was different. So I think that w for, for thousands of years, encouraging that sort of behavior, you're going to, you know, raise some IQ points right there. And I think that's why. So uh, don't hate us, I guess, is the moral of the story. Don't hate the Jews. Um... Now, I'm I'm gonna pretty much end the podcast now, but um, I have I have two good questions that I want to save for next week, and maybe I'll do the opening rant about that if I don't think of anything else that I like better. But the two questions next to each other that I like are the whole porn thing, the negative effect, the, the negative effects of porn. And are strip clubs bad now? To me, those are pretty much tied together. And we can have an interesting conversation about that. Um, so I did touch upon that in the beginning a little bit. but And I've spoken about it before, but I think it's worth talking about it as much as possible. And I am a little bit tired right now, so I think it's best to save it for next week. I'm a little tired because 
I had hockey last night. I worked out today, and I had to go to the car dealership today and deal with them. And then I had to talk to Range Rover on the phone today. Um, so I'm I'm pretty much. I mean, you could tell I'm kind of low energy. But uh, I'm gonna save those questions. I think for next week. And uh, we just hit an hour into the podcast. So you know what? I think that was it. I think that was Sadcast 55. And and honestly, I know I could do better. And I will do better. And I'm allowed to have some of these days sometimes. You know what? I'm human. I'm not a robot. I'm not AI. There's no such thing as AI right now. So, uh, you know, a song is already starting to play right now. Because that is Sadcast episode 55. I am Sadwater. We're done. I love you. Bye.